3: how do you know it's something you're encouraging or they want if they've never known about it or is it a skill that every child could use yes isn't
2: it it, you had touched on it before but is it a skill that every kid should learn to master public speaking and you and, and and then you touched upon why it's important in life
3: guys, it is Monday and welcome to the CatNet Unfiltered podcast. And this is a special podcast because Nat and I started The Common Parent way back when, because when we had teenagers, we felt way over our head and like no one was talking about it. Toddlers and the younger ones, everyone had all the conversations and there was books. So The Common Parent is a community that we created for members where they can go and listen to amazing experts. Now, because we love our community so much, we wanted to bring over some of the experts so you could hear little snippets of them. We bring you one a Monday. If you're in the membership, you know that you get full access to them and you have a whole bunch of library in there. So if you're new here go check out thecommonparent.com. And if you're not, you're going to take a listen to some of the experts that join us. Um, Really, it is about taking tools for your toolbox, quick hits, because a lot of us don't have time for a lot of books. And all the experts are so amazing that learning something that's actionable that day is like, ah, the best. So uh, this Monday, we hope you enjoy our expert and just sit back. Uh, We know it can be overwhelming. We know it can feel like a lot, but with the experts and the community and us, we all can do this together. Take a listen um, to our next expert
0: right after this break. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door go to bluenile.com and use promo code listen to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more that's code listen at bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase bluenile.com code listen a lot can happen in
1: the next 3 years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance
2: Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com/catandnat today to get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P dot com slash catandnat. I have a question for you guys. What? Why is public speaking
3: and learning to to debate important for um, our children?
5: Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, so ultimately, I like to say that it is the most valuable skill a person can acquire. And I, I guess I'm biased, but when I when I say that, I, again, I do the comparison to like a soccer or a piano. Which obviously every activity is great. Kids should do things. Get your kids to do things, hundred percent. But in something like soccer, you know, you're learning to kick the ball. You're le- like there, there's team skills and all of that. But in something like public speaking and debating, I always say we're preparing, you know, students for everyday life. With public speaking, it's about confidence. It's about communication. It's it's about writing. You have to write your speech. You have to edit your speech. You have to perform your speech. There's a bit of drama and arts involved. There's research um, in debate. It's about critical thinking and persuasion. These are ultimately skills that, you know, come up in job interviews, in classrooms, in getting into university, yeah. and then basically every job you have to speak in. Like it's, we're in 2021, it's very, very hard to find like a, a position or a situation where communication is not, you know, one of the skills that you're using so um yeah we we really believe that it's just super Valuable.
2: I always felt in high school, like people that debated were really smart because first of all, to go into a debate, I feel like you have to do so much research to get there because you don't want to be like on, you don't want to be stumped. You have to be able to memorize things and on, and like, and then and be able to like come Convince. up, come up with uh, like other ideas when they come shooting at you. It's like, it feels like so much multitasking and the confidence to stand in front of people. Like, Does you have you have to be kind of a smart kid to debate? Like when I say a smart kid, I know kids can be smart in all different areas, but like an academically smart kid who can go and sit down, do the research, like retain the information and be
5: able to present it. Yeah, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head. It is it is very hard. Like we we would say we take every student and we take every level and we take every type of student. But if if a student came to us and maybe they weren't as academically inclined, we would start them probably in speech because in speech, instead of having to do the multitasking that you just described, it's more like you're going to write your one speech. We're going to edit it with you. You're going to memorize it. You're going to deliver it. There's not so much multitasking. But in debate, you are right. We can't be there with them on the stage when they're in the 16th minute of the debate and they have to respond to the four arguments brought up by the other team. Like, it's it's crazy. So we're realistic we're, with our parents and our kids. We, yeah. we don't believe everyone can be a world champion. That's just, that's a lie, right? I can't be a hockey world champion. So maybe not every kid can be a debate and speech world champion. That's okay. We want to help them still.
3: I, I have I have a question because I think a lot of moms are probably asked <laughs> thinking this, but you, um, Kathy, you had a vision for your son and he took another another road. How that. did you I mean, and clearly it's successful, but yeah. how did you you know, a lot of moms ask us, how do you let go of what you wanted? Did you have that or was that your husband?" She,
6: No, I think, I, I think that my husband, um, wanted Frankie to be this amazing soccer player. And Mm -hmm. Frankie started picking up instruments and Frankie started singing and Frankie started going to choir. So I started nudging. You know all of our children are different you guys have seven so I'm sure one's different than the other than the other Mm. and so are my two like my daughter she's the academy manager but she's like behind the scenes she does not want to talk to people at all but like ourselves you know I've never taken a public speaking anything in my life but I've never I won't do an Instagram live because I don't feel confident but I'll talk to 300 parents it's no problem I know I know so so in nudging him in the direction because I've always just said don't let your kids be would have could have should have them do let's see where that goes I pushed him to go to university I said go get your music degree I don't care but you're going to school if you love music you want the microphone you want to sing your heart out you're getting an education and you know uh, thankfully he got an education at the business school um, at UBC which was fantastic and um, it wasn't in music I didn't want him to be a starving artist you know like is that wrong but it was
3: a mindset where you had to I think that your struggle of saying that you know one parent is like I can I this is you know Know, the the i think a lot of parents have expectations for their children that they want them to be something. And when they decide that that's not who they want to be, you know, even if you're a really outgoing person and you have a child who's really shy, that's a very complicated relationship because you're just like, just talk. And they're like, I don't, you know, it seems rude and you're embarrassed and all of these things that come up with parenting. But how, how do you guys, how did you guys get to the relationship where you can work together? And was there any bumps in the road, Frankie, for you to get your own business and, you know, to let your parents know this is what I'm doing.
5: Well, I, yeah, I think first of all, like, I would say that. I completely agree that you have to like, you have to encourage your kids. There has to be like that, that base of just I'm going to be an encouraging person, but you really have to go with like what they want. Like if my mom pushed me into anything else other than what I ended up doing, I really think I would have resented her. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think we'd have the relationship. So like, first of all, yes, there was just a base of encouragement, but then second of all, they let me do choir. They let me do debate. And those are the two most important things in my life that have led me to where I am today. So for all the Americans out
3: there right now, watching and listening like hockey is like the, the international sport of like, it's what every little boy and now little girl starts out skating lessons, hockey, or like sports. I think it's like their football, you know, hockey is like, our like golden ring of what every little boy should be playing. So when you were like choir and debating, which I never even heard of debating as being a, a sport in like class. So it's remarkable that you you
2: did that. Do you guys so obviously there are parents that come to you to participate in this. Do you find that uh like sometimes it's is it a kid that is having trouble just speaking in front of anybody and they're and they're trying to gain those skills. And also on top of that, if the for those kids, what makes a kid shy? And can they can they gain the skills to want to speak in front of people, or are there people that will always be like, I'd rather just. I, I, like, I have a really shy kid. Let's put them in debate and see what happens. Or public speaking, too,
6: right? Like, I, I was really shy, and through doing public speaking, I overcame things. Yeah, I mean, we get a lot of parents that call and they say that their child is shy and their child is this, and so we just do baby steps with them. We put them in the right class based on their experience, which is basically none because they're just beginners. And a lot of times, if they're really shy and they don't like a group environment, I do say to the mums, then why don't we just do one on one? If you guys want to do some one on one, let's see how little Johnny can sort of come out of his shell, you know, just little by little, so we're not overwhelming them. The great thing about our relationship is I'm a mom, like. I get it like how kids are shy and they're all different and you know many of our uh, parents have more than one child so I can speak to those kinds of things when it comes to that with that said I had a parent last night that said please don't change your online uh, classes he's out of Calgary because he's noticed such a big difference like I'm getting goosebumps sharing it because he's noticed such a big difference in both of his children and this is a gentleman who you know we gave him a bursary like because of COVID times we have we have financed a lot lot of kids because that's another thing like Frankie didn't grow up with the silver spoon in his mouth you know what I mean and so every child that walks in this door we say yes to like they have to give us a reason but we do say yes I have not you know turned away we have not turned away anyone Um, so that is another thing that I'm super grateful for that I feel like okay I instilled in my children that all economic backgrounds can enter our academy because these kids have the willingness and the want to learn. Um, I was just going to say, I don't know why I'm so like emotional today, but I am, I swear it's not the time of the month, but you know, what? <laughs> I think
5: I'm allowed to say that No, These girls, of are- course,
6: thank you You don't want to also to be clear i'm not
5: immune from like just to be clear very clear like i'm not immune from my mother embarrassing me first of all and second (laughs) of all like don't think this is like some magical unicorn situation where like she gets to say whatever she wants and i just like i'm totally just smiling and sitting here how do you know how do you know if your child is like i guess
3: as i'm sitting here i'm like how do you know it's something you're encouraging or they want if they've never
2: known about
3: it or is it a skill that every child could and use yes yeah, isn't it, a-
2: is it a, you had touched on it before but is it a skill that every kid should learn to master public speaking and you and 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 then you touched upon why it's important in life. Yeah,
5: yeah. no like every kid of course like it's a no-brainer and this is not like self-promotion or 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 marketing it's just it's self-promote. A- <laughs> okay, well fine. But no it's a no-brainer absolutely every kid needs to to know how to public speak and then with debating again that's a little bit more advanced one but it 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 is unbelievably important and helpful. Um, and then to your question about can everyone do it? Should everyone do it? I mean, again, it's an important life skill. But we will always be very upfront about we we do assessments with kids, and we tell the parent, you know, this is where they're at. This is where we can get them to be. This maybe the goal for them is just uh-huh. going to be to like speak in front of a, a, in a classroom. We're very, very, very upfront about every different parent and every different child. That's really what makes us unique. Is is just that. We don't have we don't have a formula for everyone. We're very very individualized.
0: I have a,
3: I have a question since this is a skill that you guys are talking about. How do you? She always, you always say I have a question. Yeah, no, I was just thinking because it's not it's not the questions that we're supposed to ask you. Um, right. As a parent, and you are instilling these skills in them, right? So you're you're going through and doing this. How are we? Um, oh God, did my question leave it with such a good one too? I I.
6: Ugh, well, how, do you, how do you encourage them at home is was that maybe i was just idea? thinking
3: like you know it's like how do you bring about that you want them to do this because i think that it was a natural passion for you and i mm-hmm. think my daughter would be like this is my worst nightmare yeah. to go and do this but my, I know sister, that-
5: my sister wouldn't join no this academy I, I, like, I, as, I, a, as yeah, a young no. person and
6: i do tell parents you know what like it depends oh they, they tell me oh i'm gonna just let my th- grade three decide and i look at them and be like what do you mean grade three. Maybe Mm -hmm. if they were in grade nine or 10, they can decide. But I Mm -hmm. always say, let your child pick an activity that they want to do. And then you pick an activity for them, you know, Mm -hmm. that you want to do that you you want them to do. (laughs) and it's like you know the child the child wins and the mom wins listen a lot of our parents they steer their children in a direction and when I talk to parents here and especially when their kids are older because we we do k-12 to right if their kids are older I tell them "Uh, does your son know that we're talking does your child know because it's kind of important to get them in the conversation because a child that is pushed here by a mom is not going to want to be here I've told parents like I've told parents like don't like your child's exhausted you have them in five things please stay home yeah this is not for I, them i, I remembered the question i remember oh, the question oh, oh, yeah, yeah public speaking
3: is what skill? Is it confidence like when you're te- when you're teaching them how to speak what is that skill that they're taking with them through the rest of their life
6: oh yeah wait can you explain your crofting go to go to oh, your, your crofting girls what you used to tell them and they would get up
5: in the morning and okay, look in fine, the mirror. Fine, okay yeah, just do the cropping okay, I'll, I'll segue into that okay so, there's, there's so public speaking I think there's two key elements the first key element is the things that you can google like that everyone knows it's eye contact body posture hands it's volume it's pace it's all of that which again like yeah like right all the, it's those things that that you probably heard in school you've probably watched a youtube video about I mean maybe I mean maybe not but I, mean, I never, never. You know, Okay. then let well, be-
6: like, like when Nat when Nat says goodnight to us, her volume's very low because the t there's, ba- there's children mm-hmm. around here, and so like she's very low. But then when you guys want to be wild and crazy when you are doing your Weight Watchers, see, I do watch, and <laughs> you know that's why you know it's eight o'clock in Vancouver, right? And at like six o'clock, my time, one of you was running for twenty minutes. Who was it, Cat? Not nah, not nah. at the end of the day, she gets Fred, it done in the morning. I'm, I'm I done. was like, yeah. I am done for Sorry. the day. All right. I'm segueing yeah. into, okay, anyways, go that's
5: ahead. Okay, we're go all ahead. over the place, everyone. Go ahead, go uh, ahead. So okay, So, it's the <laughs> okay, it's the functional skills. Like, that's obviously the first thing. The second thing, though, and again, where I think we differentiate is on this idea of confidence and self-motivation. So what my mom was getting at was I taught at an all-girls school for seven years, but, but right like in the middle of creating FDT. And I learned so much from these brilliant, brilliant young women. But one thing that I would like to think I instilled in them was this idea that they are the best. And every, you know, class or every time I met them at the beginning of the year, I would have them stand up and say in front of the in front of everyone, I am the best and everyone watches me. And what that was about was Having, they had to actually make me believe that they felt they were the best because unfortunately for young women, they just don't, they don't believe in themselves. They, they aren't able to, they weren't able to say it with confidence like they actually meant it. And they had to repeat it over and over and over. I would make one of them stand up and say it 10, 20 times until I could say, like, I believe what you're saying. So there, yes, there's the, te- the technical skills, but there's also just self-confidence and motivation and believing in yourself. And and I, I hope that, you know, my teachers who now teach because I don't teach anymore. I know that they're still instilling that in all of our students, which is amazing because it's important.
2: When you were just talking about the girls like that, do you because obviously you have um both. Both uh, sex students. Yeah. Do you notice a difference in the confidence between um, a male or a
5: female student
2: at different ages, or is it just random?
5: Yeah, you know, like. Uh... I mean, I can only, I can, I was at a public school with boys. I taught at a public school with boys and girls. And then I went to Crofton, which is the girls school. And I mean, the confidence between the girls and the boys at that age, high school is like night and day. I, I can't say I can speak to it necessarily in like the younger grades, right? But, right. but, but oh, it was also an all girls school, which I think has like a lot of pros. And I think has also some cons. Like that's a whole other debate topic that we can <laughs> one day. So unfortunately yes the boys believe in themselves in a in a relentless way sometimes they believe in themselves too much they're they're really confident they're go-getters which has again so many pros the girls are tentative they want to know they're good at something before they really dive into it and yeah I had to like pull teeth to get them to really believe in themselves and sell it um, on stages when they were competing against mm-hmm. a field of boys and and when I was a debater boys were the ones winning the top 10 awards eight or nine would go to guys and one would go to girls Oh, now- the boys! and, and I, I never thought about it but boys and girls participate together yeah, yeah, of it's course. Yeah it's, not, yeah, yeah, it's not a it's not a sport like hockey and soccer. Right, co-ed. right. Co ed, but when I was doing this sport, it was it was like, yeah, it was guys who were winning. And now, like, I think debate is changing. I think girls are getting more into it. But, oh, now we have tournaments where the top ten, it's nine girls and one guy, or it's even, or it's mixed. So, um, yeah, like, women and girls have come a long way in the in the speech and debate world.
3: So for moms at home and parents at home who are watching this and want to maybe get their children to instill some of the skills who are putting into them, what, what can we do to foster this, like, you know this confidence
2: and the space, and like give them space to talk. Like, what is and how even, do we do this? And even let them know that it is an important skill because it's. You know, we teach them so many things like math and writing and like memorizing and all this stuff, but like we don't tell we that teaching them about how important public speaking is isn't one of those things that we really discuss
5: or try yeah. to foster. I have one idea and then you can go. go. I think like for me, like the dinner table is probably the place where this does get fostered. And I I know that the dinner table in 2021, I'm sure is different for every type of family and every, all of that. But for, for me, it's like, there has to be that moment where you talk to your children and you let them respond, you perhaps ask them about different things, you start to like see what they're interested in. And at the grade like one level it can be vanilla versus chocolate ice cream. Like literally that can be the topic. And then at the grade 7 level I you know may make- yeah, to talk about...
3: So you get them to convince you why chocolate is better than vanilla.
5: Exactly. Or just have that, that like, be able to just have them provide opinions on mm-hmm. things. This is probably going to start peaking the more debate, critical thinking side of things. But I would like to... That's where I got inspired to do this, was hearing my parents talk and wanting to, like, talk with them and and, you know, uh, just being involved. So I think the dinner table is a great place for this sort of um yeah and
2: i feel like also when you do that at the dinner table and you give uh the uh, each kid the opportunity to like take the podium and actually have their voice heard it's important that everybody kind of listens and yeah. sometimes when they realize everyone's listening they kind of get a, like a little bit when it's not all just like loud and talking yeah. but that, you're dumb yeah, you're yeah, yeah that's it, but i already did that i said that i'm better at that ice cream but, like, sucks when they have the respect to and then you they actually have everybody looking at them just
6: even within the family
2: that's good practice
6: Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, definitely having those conversations, bringing them up. We teach our littles a lot of impromptu. And a lot of parents wonder like, oh, what is my child going to learn in K to two? Well, it's things like what's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear bear? What's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear this? Come on my parachute and tell me why I should keep you on my parachute, Mary. You know, so it's all fun and games, but they are learning. And that's what I love about it because the littles don't care. They're like, yeah, this is fun. I'm really not learning. I have to play like all morning along with my friends on zoom of course
4: hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter
0: Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
3: We hope you um, truly enjoyed listening to that expert because that's what it's all about, is bringing you guys information quickly and easily so you don't feel overwhelmed because, gosh, this parenting journey can feel so lonely and so overwhelming. If you are interested in knowing more about The Common Parent, head to thecommonparent.com. It is just full of amazing, useful information to make you feel a little bit more in control and actually help your relationship with your teen or tween. And to be honest with you, it goes across like all of our relationships because relationships are relationships are relationships. And couldn't we all use a little, a little bit of help in that area? Um, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. Make sure you go to thecommonparent.com. And again, thank you guys for joining us. Um, wherever you may be, we hope you have a beautiful, wonderful day or night.